Hey peeps, it's me, Christine, and I want to share with you a game-changing product that has improved my sleep and daily health. So let's dive in. You all know through my journey, I have struggled with sleep, being afraid of it, not getting quality sleep, and not being able to regulate my temperature throughout the night. I definitely learned the hard way, but sleep matters big time. It's when your muscles repair, your brain detoxes, and your body can work on cellular renewal. We just can't afford to miss out on an adequate amount of high-quality sleep, which is kind of hard when you have a rare disease. There's not much that I control in this real life, but one of the easiest and most effective ways to get better sleep every single night is through temperature regulation. Studies actually prove cooler temperatures lead to a deeper, more restful sleep, and that insomniacs actually lack this natural drop in core body temperature, which is what keeps them up at night. Personally, I run hot. This means that even if my room is super cold, I wake up in a pool of sweat, uncomfortable, changing my clothes several times throughout the night. It's frustrating for obvious reasons, and this is why I was so relieved to discover this transformative products from Chili. The Cube from Chili Sleep is a system that fits right over the top of your mattress and uses water to control the temperature of your bed, which helps lower your internal temperature and triggers deeper, relaxing sleep. Since water has 30 times more thermal conductivity than air, these systems are a lot more effective than just cranking up the AC. I mean, I keep my house at 65, so it has to be true. Ever since I started using the Cube system, I've noticed I fall asleep a lot faster, sleep deeper, and wake up feeling fully rested. (laughs) Now, my wife is not a polar bear like me and likes to sleep a little bit warmer, so I love that we can each have our own temperatures on either side of the bed. Chili products can range between 55 and 115 degrees. Right now, Chili is offering my audience a really great deal. When you go to chilisleep.com backslash findyourrare20, you get 20% off the Cube All Sleep Systems with Find Your Rare 20. Sleep is something we could all use more of, and we can all take small steps towards getting better sleep to improve our life in big ways. I hope you'll check out the Chili Sleep System and see why I love their product so much. Hey, peeps, and welcome back to another episode of the Because We Are Strong podcast. Today, we are sitting down with Jenny, a blogger and entrepreneur who battles FAP and short bowel syndrome. Jenny uses her platforms and shop to raise awareness and research funds. I'm your host, Teresa. And I'm Christine. So let's dive in. This is the Because We're Strong podcast, where we sit down every week to get your stories and insight on how to navigate this rare life. You can expect everything real and raw in the hopes that your story, along with ours, helps another person who is dealing with a similar rare struggle. So grab your favorite drink, a comfy blanket, and buckle in, because rare disease isn't for the faint of heart. Welcome, Jenny. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Um, A few things I have to say, Jenny. You have FAP, and it is actually written in the script because Teresa knows me so well that I would not (laughs) be able to pronounce it, that she literally wrote in for me what I always say is, let's face it, I cannot pronounce the real name, so can you do that for her? Yes, it's female adenomatous polyposis, but FAP is a lot easier. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I got short bowel syndrome, 
But can you tell us a little bit about your conditions and your story? Yeah, so FAP, it's a hereditary uh, genetic mutation, and it's a rare disease. And so what happens is it can cause hundreds to thousands of precancerous polyps to develop in the colon. Now, these will turn cancerous at some point, so it's recommended to have the colon removed before they turn cancerous. But there's other things that can happen, too. They can You can have extra teeth. You can have osteomas, desmoid tumors. Uh, there's skin things. It can You can have other cancers anywhere in the GI tract, and there's cancers outside of the GI tract that you're at risk of. So there's a lot that goes on with FAP. And the short bowel syndrome, that uh, can be a development because of having your colon removed, especially if you had to have small, some of your small intestines removed too during surgeries, which is what happened to me. And so now I have trouble absorbing my nutrients and my uh, liquid, so I'm always dehydrated. I go to the bathroom 20-plus times a day because of the short bowel syndrome, so my electrolytes are all over the place. And that's kind of what sums up short bowel syndrome as, but some people actually will require artificial hydration nutrition permanently, not just temporarily or through supplements. So it can be a, a big deal, too. I mean, gosh, I think um, anything, right, that is in this realm is, is a big deal. You don't really realize, right, um, how much things yeah. like this affect your life. Um, if you don't mind me asking... Were you diagnosed as like a young child or was there like a before and after life um, where you were healthy and then not? I was um, healthy up until I didn't start having uh, health issues until I was about eight. And actually, I was having stomach pain, but that wasn't because of the FAP. It was because I was pre-ulcerous in my stomach. But that led to my diagnosis of being discovered of FAP. So I was diagnosed with it about about eight years of age, and then I had my first surgery at nine, and then I had complications that led to having some of my small intestine removed, and that's led to my short bowel syndrome diagnosis, and I was a kid probably about 10 at that time. So I find this, Jenny, like, so um, I'd love to hear, like, your thoughts on this, because I was 27 when I started to show symptoms. And so for me, it's really like I remember this life of before and after. And that's been difficult for me to struggle with. How about for you? Like, it tends that age in which, you know, more of your life has been now lived with in the land of the sick, if you will, than, you know, your 10 years. But how, is, how do you process that? You know, I had a really hard time, but it, it wasn't really because of the FAP itself. It was because I ended up having an ostomy, and I didn't adjust well to that. I got bullied, not because of the ostomy, but I actually don't know why I got bullied. But I was bullied in the combination stop? of that. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. That's that's it. Um, but the combination of being bullied at a young age and going through medical trauma at a young age, it just compounded and I just, I didn't cope well at all with anything, but I don't remember being healthy. So I don't, I mean, I, I have times where I have better health than other times, but that would be hard too, I think, to lead, lead a healthy life and then get sick and remember what it was like before, I think. Um, they both sound difficult to me, for sure. I'm not sure what would be the best option is if you could choose. I don't think there is a best. Yeah, there's really not. I definitely don't think there's a best. But I was, I guess I'm curious to know, like, do you remember 
like the 10 years in which your health didn't become the focal point of, or, or is that like not, you know, I guess that's what I'm trying to say is not so much like difference, but you know, that 10 like what, fifth grade? I mean, gosh, the start of middle school, no one, I mean, middle school is just a whole beast in itself. And I couldn't imagine, you know, what you were going through mentally at that point. Yeah, I don't remember my, remember much of my childhood at all. And I don't know if that's more because I was just young or because of the medical trauma. Because after a while, I tend to block things out. And I think that's part of my coping. I don't mean to do it. <laughs> um, medical trauma is real. Like, let's just put that out there. Medical trauma is so real. And it is such a difficult thing to deal with. Absolutely. It's just, there's not a time before I was sick that I can turn to and be like, I wish my life had been like this. Okay. I don't, I don't remember it. And maybe that's good. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad, right? I guess it's just, it is right. And so, um, I just, I do, I want to, I guess, just say that, I mean, you've been, People don't realize like you've been through hell and back at like the age of 10, you know, like uh, it's an, it's an interesting life. So how did you start life as Polly P? Did I say that right? Life Life as Polly. Okay. Everyone knows I can't pronounce or spell. Jenny, it's not you. It's (laughs) actually me. Like every episode, if you've listened, I can't pronounce. So hold on. Life as a Paula. Now you have to define Paula for me because clearly I'm not in the know. Okay, so a polyp, um, it grows the the mucous membrane, I believe. But so in the colon with FAP, you have a polyp that can grow, and it's going to be a a growth. And they can be benign, or they could be cancerous, or they could be precancerous, where they will turn cancerous. But so when you have the the test, the colonoscopy to test for them, they'll go in there and they'll remove them and, and test them to see what kind it is. But so the polyp is the biggest thing, the main focus of FAP. Now that I'm all in the know, that's a, I, I get the name is super cute and it's nothing to do with poly. Everyone likes it's a polyp. Um, so how did you start your blog? Um, we're going to get to your shop because obviously, you know, a little bit about Rare and I'm creating really saved me. Um, but I'd love to know more about your blog and like how that started, why that started. Well, I was actually part of an FAP community um, on Facebook and the administrator asked if there'd be anybody that would write a blog and they reached out to me and asked if I'd be willing to do it. So I went ahead and did it. I started it anonymously and obviously that's changed because now I will talk to people and identify myself. Um, so it started off really small and, and really um, privately. And now it's, it's, I'm trying to grow it more and more. So can you tell me a little bit about like what you write on, on there? Is it just like factual stuff about FAP and short bowel syndrome, or is it like your experience, your journey, you know, the mental aspects, or maybe all of it? I try to do a variety of things. So I talk about my experiences with FAP, short bowel syndrome, any other health issues I'm going through. I talk about mental health, basically 
any of my experiences that I think might be of interest to someone. I also do interviews and guest posts with others. Um, and then I do some that are just educational, like about vitamin D deficiency or anemia in the heart or just things like that, that may be affecting people that FAP or short bowel syndrome or just chronic illness in general, that would be informative and helpful. How have you felt like it's you know, been received or like, um, how has it helped you? It's been a, it's a cathartic process for me. Um, I went into therapy for several years and I go off and on for myself, for my own depression and PTSD from my medical trauma, but it, it helps me continue to process it and cope with it. And I've gotten feedback from others that it's been helpful for them too. And that's my main goal. I want to help others with their illnesses and I want to raise awareness us because both are rare diseases so there's not there's not enough known about them oh ain't that the truth right I am uh naturally scrolling through your shop right now picking out things that I want um it's super cute how did you start like designing these things um and like getting into the creative aspect well so I started with my first design which um is it's has FAP. It's hard being rare, but someone's got to do it. And then on the back, it has information about FAP. And so I designed that. I had help from Bonfire Funds. They were the first fundraiser that I did. Um, and they we started the Nord FAP Research Fund with that. And then I have uh, worked with graphic designers. My boyfriend's actually a graphic designer, so he's made several designs for me now. I just give him an idea and well, he runs awesome. with it. Yes. So it's, and we use that all those. That must be like so um, connecting. Yes. Yeah. It, it's really, because there was actually um, a young lady who asked me for ideas for a FAP tattoo. And so I gave her my ideas and I kept that list and um, she used one of my ideas and then I gave that list to my boyfriend and he just surprised me with all these designs from that list. That's so cute. Yeah, it was, it was really sweet. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I love this. It's, um, it's rare, but some, uh, someone's gotta do it. Like I'm living for that. Not gonna lie. It's a great one. <laughs> so what's next for Life's a Polyp? Well, I am writing a children's book about FAP, um, and it's using the, the, one of the designs that's on Life's a Polyp shop. And so I'm super excited. It's going to be, we're looking for release date of Rare Disease Day in 2022. So that's February 28th. And so I'm super excited about that. That's so cool. Definitely keep us updated. We um, always host a Rare Disease Day event and we would love to, you know, support support what you're doing. Um, I think there, this needs to be in children's hands, just like inclusive books and everything else. Um, as an elementary school social worker, I guess uh, I have a, an affinity for that. So I will be purchasing one for sure. Pre-order, click. <laughs> uh, it'll be exciting. That the, My boyfriend's son actually drew the the two main characters. And so that's um, helped. It led us to decide to write this book and um and we used them for some of our sh- designs on the shop, too. So that's it's kind of a, a family thing now. That's so cool. <laughs> I love that so, so much. When we get back, we're going to learn more about 
what Jenny's doing to advocate and raise awareness. Have you struggled to keep your medical records today? Do you carry huge binders from doctor to doctor only to find out you don't have what they need? Trust me, I get it. And for a long time, I pushed off the dreaded task of organizing my medical records. But procrastinate no more, people. Consolidoc is a real game changer. Consolidoc helps me collect and manage all of my medical information using one portal. Awesome, right? Well, it gets better. Once you have an account, you can submit as many record requests as you would like. And it gets better. Each one of these requests takes less than 30 seconds and poof, you're done. That's right, you heard me, you are done. The Consolidoc team takes care of the rest. And the best part, monthly subscriptions start at $10.99 for adults. I know, is this real life? Having access on the go to all my medical records has allowed me to concentrate less on the paperwork and more on my wellness journey. So don't waste another moment. Head over, start taking control of your records your way at Consolidoc.com. Jenny, what advice would you give to someone who is brand new to their chronic illness journey? So I think obviously you need to have a doctor that will listen to you. And that's not always easy to come by. So sometimes you have to persevere and keep looking for one. But advocating for yourself is one of the biggest and the best things that you can do for yourself because doctors don't have all the answers. They don't think of all the answers. And so there's many times I'll go to my doctor and I'll say, hey, I was in one of my health groups and they mentioned this medicine. What do you think about this? Could, could we try it? Maybe I need to have these tests. I'm having these symptoms. So just always being willing and, and um, outspoken with your doctors about what you need and what you want and and giving them ideas too to, to help you. So I heard a rumor that you've been nominated for a WeGo Health Award. How exciting is that for you? I'm super excited. I did not expect that at all. I, I wanted it to happen, obviously, but I'm thrilled that someone would even be willing to do that for me. Which category were you nominated for? Do you remember? Oh, I was actually looking that up. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, I have to give Jenny a ton of credit though because I remember my first week of the award last year. I knew I, I might as well have had it tattooed on my forehead. Like <laughs> I was so excited about the four of them. So I give her so much credit for being like cool, calm, and collected about this because I was certainly not. Right. I was like freaking out a little bit when I got one. I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> Let's see here. It was um, Patient Leader Hero. I Ooh, love that's it. I love that category. That's super exciting. For anyone who doesn't know what We Go Health is, go ahead and hop over to their website. They're a great resource, not only for FAP, not only for rare diseases, but pretty much anything medical. They, they have a fun little system over there. So Jenny, if people wanted to connect with you um, or your shop, like how is the best way to like, find you? So my website is lysapalt.com, and I have links to everything on there. But my uh, shop is cafepress.com slash and all of the proceeds, uh, I donate those to the Nord FAP Research Fund. That is the sole purpose of this shop is 
not just to raise awareness, but to raise funds. We, we want to try to get uh, more research done. We love that. So, and then I also have, I'm on social media. Life's Appalled is my handle on anything and everything that I can get on. And that information will be in our show notes for those tuning in. Jenny, thank you for taking the time to sit down with us today. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. And as always, thank you to our listeners for joining us as we bridge the gap between rare disease and the rest of the world. Until next time, live large and stay rare. Catch us next week for another episode. To continue the conversation about rare disease and all the unknowns that comes with it, join our Facebook group. Want even more rare? Become a VRP member on Patreon and learn more about our stories or how to share yours by visiting bwspod.com.